0: Hey everyone, in today's episode I talk to Samuel Hampton from Guardian Mobile Veterinary Services to discuss the nuances of a pet health business on the go seeking to bring care right to your doorstep. This episode was also brought to you by Shameless Pets, an all-natural, nutritionist-crafted, sustainable dog treat brand using surplus ingredients such as sweet potatoes that are too big or too small to have made it to the grocery stores. They're made in the USA, and their mission is to save as much food as possible by incorporating healthy foods into innovative and fun treats. You can use Mela25 at checkout for a 25% discount. So with that, let's get right into today's episode.
1: Hi, I'm Daniela from Mela Pet Care. I'm joined today by Samuel Hampton. He is the owner of Guardian Mobile Veterinary Services. Hi, welcome, and thank you for joining us.
2: Hi, thanks, thanks for having me. No problem. I'm glad to be here with you guys.
1: Of course, yeah. So would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners, maybe talk about what area within the veterinary field you work in?
2: Sure, I can do that. Um, so again i'm Samuel Hampton i've been a veterinarian for about eight years now I graduated from the university of illinois um i've my my full--time job is actually in the uh, animal rescue field um so i work for a not-for-profit called one tail at a time uh, that's where i spend most of my time we're a foster-based rescue organization so we don't have animals that kind of stay in our facility uh, we kind of try to try to get use the community and get all our, our, our big foster base to help kind of provide that care for the animals. Um, and then in the past, probably two years, I did start my own mobile practice and that's guardian mobile veterinary services. Um, just decided to kind of do that because I saw, um, a need for the animals, you know, um, a way to provide veterinary care that's less stressful for the animals and a more comfortable environment for them and more convenient for the owners. So that's something I kind of work on, on my, on my days off to try to, try to help build that up a little bit.
1: That's definitely a really interesting and kind of niche field that you've gotten into. Yeah. How have yeah. you become interested in just like the vet sphere in general?
2: Um, I, I kind of always wanted to be a veterinarian. Uh, one of my friends, she, she, uh, she describes people who've been veterinarians basically as two types. You have the early identifiers, the ones who, you know, are little kids running around wanting to be veterinarians and then those late identifiers. I was definitely a, a kid that always kind of knew I wanted to be a veterinarian. I always had a real big interest in animals, uh, science and everything like that. And I just kind of continued to follow uh, follow down that path and I kept kind of achieving those goals, getting into school, passing the tests, and all that. And I, I made it, so here I am. <laughs>
1: definitely, yeah, here you are. Very interesting that you have this mobile veterinary service and it's different than having, you know, a brick and mortar veterinary clinic or hospital. So how do you feel that pet health is different in this area compared to others?
2: Um, I think there's, so just in, in my experience in doing it now, I think that it is a little bit, um, it's definitely more more convenient for the clients. And I think that kind of as we, tra- as kind of just the world is transitioning to a more, um, delivery based delivering services um where the clients are versus having them come to you i think that it kind of prevents a lot presents a lot of opportunities um for kind of new business models and things like that but it does also kind of present the challenges like maintaining your own uh, like a uh, inventory and figuring out what supplies you need to bring with you and, and, and things like that so there are definitely definitely some challenges but i think that It's definitely a place where, where veterinary medicine is, it has a lot of room for growth and a lot of, a lot of room for innovation too.
1: Yeah. So how exactly do you see the future of pet health evolving in this field?
2: Um, I I think that as far as kind of animal welfare and and pet care in general, I think that we're going to see just a, a big expansion of the, just the different types of care people can get because, you know, they're, every animal is not going to be able and every owner is not going to be able to send their animal to the to the top of the line specialty clinic for everything they do. So I think that there's going to be a wider spectrum of services available that kind of fits the needs of individual animals and the individual owners so that, you know, all, all animals are able to have some kind of access to, you know, the basic care, the vaccines, you know, the basic surgeries, um, preventions, things like that. So... I think there's a, there's definitely a lot of room. I think we'll see a lot more a lot more growth and kind of like what I'm doing with the mobile practices and again a not for profit space and all that to try to get more care to more animals because people are pretty passionate
1: about animals. They definitely are for sure. Yeah.
0: We interrupt this episode to remind you of Shameless Pets, an all-natural nutritionist crafted sustainable dog treat brand using surplus ingredients such as sweet potatoes that are too big or too small to have made it to the grocery store. They're made in the USA, and their mission is to save as much food as possible by incorporating healthy foods into innovative and fun treats. You can use Mela25 at checkout for a 25% discount. So with that, let's continue with this episode.
1: You're kind of a jack of all trades, I would say, especially if like, you have this mobile vet service, you have other jobs. So specifically, what do you see in the future for you?
2: Um, I, I do think that I'll probably stay in the kind of the shelter rescue world. This is something I'm really like, passionate about just because those animals are a lot of times the ones who are the least likely to get the care and, and the ones who just need just a little bit of help to kind of get them into a home, get them get them healthy so that they can get you know adopted. Um, so I think I'll, I'll stay there for a while, and I think I, I'm definitely going to continue to try to grow my grow the mobile practice. Right now, just because I am working full time elsewhere, it's more of a side job, something small that I do in my spare time. But I definitely think that you know as I, as as I get more time and maybe more help. I'll be able to kind of grow that and and make it a service that, you know, a lot of different people can can access and hopefully kind of grow it as big as it can get.
1: For sure. And I have like a very, I have a question that just kind of stems from my own curiosity. How exactly mm. does like a mobile that service work? Do you have a, a truck? Do you like, how, what are the logistics?
2: So I, I don't have the, I haven't get, grown to the point where I have like the van with the picture of me on the side <laughs> or anything like that. Um, right now, I just have a technician who helps me, and, you know, we go in my car. I've got a little um, a cart with a dolly that has a little cabinet with all my supplies, uh, my vaccines, you know, nail trimmers, all the stuff for, like, the basic care. I'm not doing surgeries or anything like that, just kind of your basic preventative care. Um, I have a a table that I – exam table that I use. It actually is a converted massage table um, that I use. It folds up so it's easy easy to transport to people so I, I try to try to move light and, and get out there but you know it, it's definitely a, a it's been an interesting experience trying to get it started because you know working working in a, in a shelter or I'm done some relief in private practice you know everything is computerized you got all these computer medical records or well, when you're kind of uh, a relatively small startup it doesn't make financial sense to have like Pay for a big computer system, and I've got like six clients, you know. So um, I'm back in the old school of paper records, and, and just kind of kind of roughing it and figuring it out. So it's been an interesting experience, good learning experience for me.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I applaud you because that's amazing. Um, definitely not something that I would have never thought of starting at all. And so now for our Mela signature question. Um, what does pet health and wellness mean to you in today's day and age
2: um, Pet health and wellness it, to me it just means ensuring that every animal that every animal has a home um, and every animal has just access to like their basic care you know just making sure they' the things that we can prevent them from getting sick from you know things we have vaccines for you know things we have preventions like the heartworm and plant tick preventions just making sure that we have models out there that most of the animals in our care have access to those basic things so that the stuff that we can keep, things that we can do to keep you healthy, that, you know, we can, we can do that,
1: so. Great answer. <laughs> awesome. And so I, I love that you have kind of kept up to date with what we're doing here at Mela and we're mm. collaborating and you're keeping up with us, but how exactly can we keep up to date with what you're doing? Um,
2: I think that kind of what you guys are doing now. I I do get emails from you guys from time to time so I I do like the the exchange um so yeah I think that there's I have a you know my Facebook and my social media is not very active but I I do try to kind of <laughs> keep in contact with with different people in the in the veterinary field especially like with you guys with the stuff you're working on which I think is is going to be really useful especially for like kind of when I'm talking about the innovation and everything like that so Hopefully, we can just kind of maintain that 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 relationship and we'll be able to do work together,
1: <laughs> yeah, we definitely love that, and social media' is hard. I mean, we yeah. still are trying to figure out exactly how to work it. You know, we post yeah. a couple things and we're like, I don't know whatever yeah. works,
2: yeah, and especially when you're small, it's hard because it's like you're you're focusing on like the actual work you're doing, and then the social media and all that is like a whole a whole different thing that <laughs>
1: Take a lot of time so yeah for sure well thank you so much for having a chat with me today it's been amazing
2: no problem no problem at all thank you for having me again nice meeting you
0: nice meeting you too thank you all for listening and hope you enjoyed this special episode if you're interested in keeping up to date with what we're doing here at Mela, feel free to sign up for our newsletter at Mela.ai backslash newsletter for an exclusive look into our company thank you